13th of April 2019, 5.53pm. My name is James and this is Slopfest. Welcome, welcome back. It's your weekly dose of weirdness on this show. We take three unbelievable, unsettling and bizarre news stories. We pit them against each other and try to find who's out here doing life weirder, stranger. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly. Do you like the doors? We're going to pack our bags, me and you. We're going to go on an adventure this week, as we do every week. And we're just going to we're going to take a trip around the globe like a global oddities shop. And we're just going to see what strange shit is on the menu this week. Uh, to kick things off, calling all rangers, sexy rangers to the front of the line, please. Good. You're all here. There's like two of them. I'm allowed to make that joke because I'm also a bit of a rang dog. Um, that's what we prefer to be called, rang dogs. Uh, gingers, it says here, have faced a lot of flack over the years for their pale complexions and flame-coloured hair. But one company wants to celebrate Europe's red-headed men by showcasing them in a calendar for 2020. Fuck Yes. Let's get some some red-headed I was going to say pride but <laughs> let's get some let's celebrate this strange easily burnt easily identifiable <laughs> group of individuals that I'm a part of. Cele- fuck yeah me. <laughs> um there's just one catch. To be featured in this project, you have to be quote Sexy, parentheses, and a natural redhead, obviously. So, obviously, yes, to answer your question, I will be putting myself forward as a potential sexy rang for this project, naturally. Um, the very specific casting call was put out by Red Hot, a film and photography project set up in 2013, which aims to break down ginger stereotypes. What are the ginger stereotypes? Oh, they, they have no souls. Yeah, I forgot about that. I was going to say, oh, what did they burn easily? We do. Pale pale skin, dog. This damn Scottish heritage. My damn Scottish jeans. So easily burnt. But I'll outlast you in the cold. <laughs> and I look great in a kilt. Um, the calendar will feature 12 months of... Gl- I've skipped a part. I've skipped a part. My apologies. As part of this... They create images and video that present flame-haired fellows. I like that. I like that. I don't know why. I think I love it and I hate it. I love it and I hate it. They So we're presenting flame-haired fellows as sexy and desirable. Sorry, I don't... <laughs> I I often fall victim to not reading things, because naturally on this show, if this is your first time joining us, I don't read all of the news article. I read enough to go, yep, okay. That, that's it. Don't want to spoil it for myself. So I'm learning about this with you. It says here that they are presenting them. Part of the project is they create images and video that present flame-haired fellows as sexy and desirable. Does that mean that naturally they're not, and now they need an entire campaign around trying to essentially position redheads in the minds of the rest of the world as being, hey, God, no, guys, guys, they're sexy. And desirable, obviously. Look at these pictures. Look at these videos. You want them. You love them. 
uh, and are now on the hunt for some very attractive men to feature in their Red Hot European Boys 2020 calendar. That is a hell of a title. Uh, the calendar will feature 12 months of glorious ginger men, and all the photos will be shot in the sunny Balearic Islands this summer. Balearic Islands. Don't know where that is. Island vibes, and in the summer, bad for all redheads. So, get a copy of the... No, the person who's photoshopping this one will have a lot of a lot of work to do. A lot of redness to, uh, to fix in... in- <laughs> to touch up in the photos a lot of a lot of this budget for this campaign is going towards sunscreen i'll tell you that much according to the company they're looking for guys with an athletic physique and awesome personality okay (laughs) i don't know why your personality like i guess for the videos but again they're just looking for just say it we're looking for hot bod ginge mods that's um, hot-bodied ginger models. Um, athletic physique. I have... Well, my physique is really more of like a shot-put-meets-sumo-wrestler-like athletic physique. So, they didn't say what type of physique. So, I think I'm still in there. Because I'll show up and, I, and they'll say, well, not really. And I'll say, up, 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 sumos, shot-put. Thank you very much. Um, so I think that still counts. So check, I get in on that one. Uh, and awesome personality, fucking check. Double, big check on that one. Bold check. Uh, <laughs> if you, if you think you fit that description, yes. Uh, and fancy being the next March or September, I'll take May, thank you very much. Um, it's my birth month. Uh, all of you, all you have to do is take a few photos of yourself in the red hot underwear and use the hashtags, hashtag red hot 100 and hashtag red hot boys. I see right through this campaign. Oh, campaign to get ginge boys on side and make everyone think they're sexy and desirable. I have to buy your product to be featured in this campaign. This is another red hot scam for the redhead community. That's what it is. They're just finding at they're going even more niche on the scams now. I'll think about it. <laughs> I don't think there will I don't think in my lifetime there will ever be a picture of me in underwear on the internet with the hashtag hashtag red hot boys. Oh I'm going to retract that just be just because hey, I don't know, I don't know where life's going to take me. And I do love that hashtag, so I may find a way to make this happen. Anyway. Anyway, it's not important. Do love that hashtag. Um the calendar which is set to feature summer vibes. I told you. Oh, didn't I tell you there'd be summer vibes in this? And non-explicit nudity. Ugh. Great. <laughs> How do I know he's a natural redhead? Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna say what we're all thinking. How do I know that this that this gorgeous man is a natural redhead? I need to see Bush. I need to see Bush. <laughs> so there's a quote. Ah, <laughs> uh, I need to see Bush, James, 2019. Cool. Um, sometimes I put stuff out on the internet where I'm just like, well, 
Well, that can't, that won't, ah, that shouldn't come back to haunt me. We're good. Um, non-explicit nudity uh, has been produced for the last seven years, and with the brand previously releasing an American and British version, but this year it's all about Europe, baby. The makers said, as we enter a new decade, it's time for red hot Europeans. It's time for red hot Europe. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna say this clearly because you deserve to hear this. The makers said, and I quote, As we enter a new decade, it's time for red-hot European boys to roar into action. We're looking for six more ginger guys from across Europe. The calendar, when available, will cost 36 Australian dollars. And it's, did you say roar into action because redhead, like a lion's mane? I was going to say I don't appreciate the juxtaposition but I, or the comparison, but I absolutely do. Um, the calendar, when available, will cost 36 Australian dollars and is raising funds for the Terence Higgins Trust, which works to end the spread of HIV in the UK. So it's for a good cause. And obviously, uh, I will be entering. And I thought, you know, naturally, if there are, if there are any other... Uh, Natch, sexy, awesome personality Durangos in the Slopfest crowd Then, you know, uh, I would put this out to you Bit of a PSA for the uh, Sexy, awesome personality Durangos And, um, you know, if you feel like you'd like to to enter And put yourself in Do it, do it I want to see I want to see some f- some fellow Sexed up Rangdogs Again, that's what we prefer to be called um, You know, just out there just hanging out, hanging it out, slanging in the Red Hot Boys calendar. Um, so, obviously, keep your eyes peeled for that. And um, we will also we'll sort of rally together and we'll all buy them and uh, hang them up in our homes. And uh, in the foyer, obviously, so you can tell it's the first thing that guests see. And then you can tell them all about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, that's our, that's our first contender that whole situation which i think i'm on board with um this next story that we've got here a movie theater in dixon tennessee found a creative way to protect the elementary school across the street from seeing profanity on their roadside sign so we've got a movie theater in dixon tennessee it's across the road from a school there's potentially going to be movies that have untoward titles and we need to protect the kids. You know, guys, we've got to protect the kids, okay? How are they doing it? Uh, the Roxy Movie Theatre changed the Hellboy listing. The Roxy Movie Theatre changed the Hellboy listing to Heckboy. <laughs> Owner Belinda Daniel said... She doesn't like to include movie titles with any sort of profanity on the sign because it's across the street from Oakmont Elementary uh, School and a church. Okay, so they're two separate things. Um, to my knowledge, this is uh, uh, owner Belinda Daniel talking. To my knowledge, we've never put any words on our sign. To my knowledge, we've never put any words on our sign that may be seen as profanity. This is the way I believe. Thus, this is the way we conduct business. (laughs) Who talks like that? Uh, 
This is the... These are the things that I believe. Thus, these are the way business shall be conducted. Hundreds of children pass by our sign daily, and we want to be respectful to them. Our employees and everyone. Makes sense. You know, hey, it's your business. Little confusing if any of them actually go and see the movie. What if what if off the back of just seeing and they're like, oh heck boy, what the fuck is that? First of all, every kid in elementary school is swearing. And if you were a fly on the wall when they were when they're playing Fortnite and shit, you would be mortified at the stuff that they're saying. Oh no, my kid plays Apex Legends and screams the N-word at people. He's seven. This idea that, like, little kids aren't swearing, it's like, go on the internet for a second. Play any game online and listen to the shit that kids are saying to other people. It's shit. It's the fucking wild... It's not even the Wild West. It's it's worse than that. It's... A, what's that show? Westwood? Wood something. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I know it's got a lot of swears. Uh <laughs> So they want to be respectful, you know. Man, it's going to be so confusing if you go see that movie, though, and you're like, what the fuck is this? And then, you, well, what if what if the parents take the kids because they're like, ah, oh, censored the title, it's going to be a solid movie, and then it's actually about a man from hell? I'm not really too sure what Hellboy's about. I'm ass- like, I'm assuming it's written on the tin, like... He's a boy from hell, and he's here to cause a ruckus. <laughs> is that pretty much what's happening? Or is it like a Godzilla situation where it's like, ah, he came up. Is, there a, is he friend or foe? Looks like he's helping us. Probably that. Uh, so, heck boy. You know, you got to, again, you've just got to protect the kids. You can't have, what's that? The pianist. No. Way too close. Change that to Piano Boy. The pianist. Good God. What type of establishment do you think we're right? Octopussy! No way. Absolutely not. Call it James and the Giant Octopus. I don't care if it doesn't make any sense. I'm Belinda Daniel. This is my establishment. These are my beliefs. So shall I will it, so shall it be done. <laughs> Drop dead Fred, are you out of your mind? Can't have that. The new title will be Get Get Out. Get out of get out of here, Fred Freddy Freddy Boy. <laughs> so dumb. What's another movie actually? <laughs> like those are the only ones that I could think of. What's another movie that So I married an axe murderer? There's children across the road, Jeff. You will call it So I Married Someone with a Questionable Moral Compass and a Penchant for Axes. There are children over there, mate, okay? <laughs> Freddy got what? <laughs> That's so dumb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you had to sit through that. Oh, Jesus. Ah. Oh. Heck, boy. I would love to see... I would love to see that movie edited in a way where it tries to hide the fact that he is from hell. I don't know how they do it. 
a challenge to every editor who listens to this show. Uh, okay, so next story. And it's something that, like, this show is becoming a bit known for, but... Not known for, but, like, a recurring theme. And it's not my fault. The shit just keeps popping up in the news. Okay, it's clearly, you know, a, a big industry, an important industry. A sex robot brothel. Don't tune out. Okay, I know. There's another one. This one's different somehow. Um, Has opened in Japan. A sex robot brothel has opened in Japan and is set to introduce male sex dolls following a surge in men wanting bisexual threesomes. There's, there's your unique sales proposition. We found it. We found it. Hey, come back. Come back. We found it. A sex robot brothel opening in Japan set to introduce male sex dolls following a surge in men wanting bisexual threesomes. Boss Sergei Preto wanted to offer customers a chance to carry out their wildest fantasies and launch the Lumi Dolls venue in the city of Nagoya. It follows previous openings at spots including Russia, Spain, and Italy. International. Uh, robot fucking the website at oh sorry I keep skipping stuff today it's because I'm just so I'm going to level with you I'm seeing Avengers Endgame in two hours from now so it's I'm physically here but my mind is with Thanos and the boys <laughs> a better title Thanos and the boys um well, no, it excludes people. So just go with Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I thought about it. Just go with Avengers Endgame. Um, the new location boasts on the website. Live the futuristic sex with the hottest Asian Lumi dolls. It offers a three-hour session for 460 Australian dollars. What? And a one-hour session for $165. $165 for an hour? Holy shit. The website adds, for the first time, Lumi Dolls is in Nagoya. Lumi Dolls bring the world's first hyper-realistic sex doll brothel. These are all quotes, by the way. Futuristic sex can be experimented right now. Live the most fantastic date with your favorite anime character. Oh, that'd sell some people. Make your erotic dreams come true and spend an unforgettable eve with one or more Lumi Dolls. You will be charmed. <laughs> I'm going to read that. That's This would sell you. Be honest with yourself. If someone, if a, if a really well-made ad came on the TV, Channel 10 at like 10 o'clock at night, and it says, make your erotic dreams come true and spend an unforgettable eve with one or more Lumi dolls, you will be charmed. You'd love it. You'd be like, well, I guess, I guess me and $165 and an hour of my life are parting ways. Punters can choose. Sorry, it says you can fuck your favorite anime character. Podcast question of the week. <laughs> Podcast question of the week. Um, which anime character would you have sex with and why? You also have to have why. Mine is... Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop because he's... Have you seen those high kicks? Oh, he's flexible. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's who I'm going to go with. Spike Spiegel. Deal with it. 
Deal with it. So, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Who who would you have sex with? Who's your anime fantasy? Let me know. At Slopfestpod on Facebook. At Slopfestpodcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or my personal <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. At my pixel persona. I would love to know. Punters can choose what the dolls will be wearing during the session. Options include basic lingerie, schoolgirl outfit, fitness gear, or executive woman. They also accept special requests and so far have four dolls on offer, including Erica, who boasts an E-cup-sized breast. Boss Preto told the Daily Star Online, We've recently attended... We've recently attended to several clients who request an appointment with male dolls and female dolls at the same time. Uh, probably bisexual or heterosexual men who want to experience anal sex without interacting directly with a man of flesh and blood. That is a strange sentence. Probably bisexual or heterosexual who want to experience anal sex without interacting directly with a man of flesh and blood. I don't know why I find it so strange that he said a a man of flesh and blood. (laughs) That's unsettling to me for some reason. Why don't just say like like a real life, instead of a real life guy. Speaking uh, of the Japan venue, he added, the service will be developed in a hotel where customers will be able to choose between four different models initially. We believe that influx will increase when the technological improvements will be remarkable and we can offer these new models to our clients. Pictures from inside the venue give a glimpse into where customers will get intimate with the dolls. Uh, Obviously, if you head over to slopfestpod.com, there are pictures of... A doll, the room, and literally everything else uh, we have and we'll talk about. Um, The snap shows uh, rooms with red lights and leather beds complete with a sofa and TV. And it's like, I'm paying hundreds of dollars by the hour. Why would there, why is, you know, like, just some of it seems superfluous. Like, I guess if you like, I don't know. You're like, oh, I got a sex doll. And then also like, you know, an episode of Getaway on in the background or something. That's the only way I can do it. Like, you know, maybe if that's your your fetish. Um, it's very... <laughs> don't know why that was... <laughs> I could, it could have been... I could have just said porn on the TV. That would have made way more sense. But hey. In, hey, here, I will not kink shame you. Okay, if your kink is having sex with a male doll in a hotel room while watching an episode of Getaway, that's fine. You're welcome here. Um, for the moment, Lumi dolls. For the moment, in Lumi dolls, we continue to use sex dolls without additional functionalities. In the market, there are some advances as well as sex dolls with facial movements and artificial intelligence. But at the moment, we do not contemplate introducing them into our brothels due to their high price and their low realism and these functionalities need some need some more improvements uh still more time is needed for prices to begin to fall and be much more accessible i like how um the the robotic ai fuck doll industry hasn't reached uh economies of scale yet 
So the production costs are still very high. Um, you know, just, oh, it's so annoying when that happens. Uh, I think that technological advances in this sector have been looked at in the medium to long term since they require very advanced technology and mechanics. In 2019, we do not believe that new functionalities will appear, but that those that already exist will be improved. Artificial intelligence, facial movements, etc. So clearly, you know, potential job security in, in, you know, sex robots... A lot of growth potential in the sex robot industries, which is good to know. Um, I like that Mr. Preto is, let's face it, a true entrepreneur. Because he see, think about it, he sees patterns. He sees demand in the market. He sees a surge in men wanting to have bisexual threesomes. And what does he do? He provides that service. He's... Really, he's the Peter Pan of Peter Pan. He's the Robin Hood of um, ro- robot uh, fucking. Oh yeah, he's um, he's practically when you think about it though, the Jeff Bezos of jugs. He is. He's the Mark Cuban of cock. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Okay. Um, so those, those are our three contenders this week. We've got the sex, the sex brothel robot hotel. We've got the sexy, sexy gingers and we've got heck boy. I think the, personally, I think that. All of it makes sense to me except for Heck Boy. Which, and hey, if you disagree with me, again, Slotfest Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, let me know who you think should have been the winner. But there's just something about it. It's like needless sense. Okay, so Gingers, they're out there. They're sexy. They need a lot of PR, let's face it. And as a, as a Ginger, I feel that it's okay for me to say that. But we need a lot of PR. You know, South Park especially done us dirty with the no souls thing. There's a, It's an uphill battle. So I'm glad that there are people out there, you know, doing their part, you know, to make us look good again. So of that's, that's not weird. That's a necessary service. I'll tell you what another necessary service is. Robot sex hotels for people who want to pursue threesomes without doing it with someone with flesh and blood. So these are necessary services. Changing Hellboy to Heckboy is just confusing. It's, you know, it, that ain't doing anyone any, any favors. So to me, that's the strange one. Going to go change Heckboy? It's not weird, but the weird, it's in comparison, it's the other ones, services that we need with an asterisk next to need. And then we don't, what would tell you what we don't need is people out here confusing us when, what about when that comes out, you know, on DVD and Blu-ray, and then I head down to Video Easy, and I say, could I get a copy of Heckboy, please? And they say, I have no idea what you're talking about, and then they laugh me out of the store, and I can't go back. 
Thanks a lot, Belinda Daniel. I look like a right goof. Then I have to start going to Blockbuster again. Oh, I'm going to have to pay the late fees so I can start going there again. Oh, look like a right dickhead. And look, let's face it, Video Easy had the better selection anyway. Sorry. Oh, it, the brand wasn't as big. Well, the product and service was way better. That is a hill I will choose to die on. Podcast controversy of the week. Video Easy is way better than Blockbuster. It was, was way better and still is in my heart. <laughs> Could you rent video game consoles from Blockbuster? Because you definitely could at Video Easy. Could you rent video games from Blockbuster? I'm pretty sure you could. Again, I was just a diehard Video Easy fan. Okay. Every Blockbuster was like... It just paled in comparison. Every Blockbuster I went to was like a quarter of the size. There was a gigantic Video Easy that I used to go to as a kid. Now looking back at it, massive overhead. You know, that... The downfall was going to happen there Whether streaming showed up or not This place was as big as a warehouse A lot of video games that I borrowed from there And then may have taken home To my chipped PlayStation 1 and Which may ha- Anyway, we're not going to incriminate ourselves uh, Honourable mentions This week before we get out of here uh, Just a super quick one here Mum charges kids $20 to attend daughter's birthday party and uh, the parents are upset because apparently they're somewhat of an affluent family and they feel, you know, that they should just cop. They should just cop whatever the, the party charges. But, you know, I personally, in my book, I say it depends how rad the party is. You know, it could be, there could be three jumping castles. I'd pay 20 bucks for that. I'd, I'd be like, mum and dad, look, I'm not missing Britney's birthday party f- for, because you don't want to cough up 20 bucks, okay? I'm going to take it out of my piggy bank and I'm going to pay for it myself because she's got um, a popcorn machine, a fairy floss machine. There's also going to be fairy b- bread and there's uh, one, two, count them, three jumping castles. All right, mum and dad, not going to miss this. This fucking Instagram opportunity of a goddamn of the year. Get your head out of your ass, mum and dad. Oh. What if you let me attend and then I pay what I think it was worth? Oh, you could run a risk there. Like a My Kitchen rule style situation, you know, where they would do like a competition and then you pay what you think it's worth. And you see the people who would just, they think it's worth way more, but still they're like, mm, I didn't really have enough salt in it, so $10. And you're just like, you fuck you. You just came out to get a free meal, John, and your and your family. You just came out to get a free meal. Piece of shit. Now, Mary and Mark are gonna lose the competition because you ate their food and fucking gave them piss all money. Hope you're proud of yourself. <laughs> do they still do that? It's been a while since I watched my kitchen rules. Um we have a Craigslist post here from Bellingham, Washington. Shout outs to uh, my boy, Colin. Uh, again, just a quick one. It's called That Hair. And and they and they said, I want to swim through that unbelievable hair of yours. So basically the most 
Patrick Bateman-ass thing you could possibly think about uh, in relation to another human being. So imagine someone coming up, like that's all I picture is you're in line at Subway and, you know, you're tossing up between, oh God, do I get the cheddar or do I get old English? Of The answer is mozzarella, first of all. The answer is mozzarella, first of all. Thank you very much. Um, And someone behind you is just like, uh, oh yeah, I'll do the malted rye. It's like, why are you doing anything other than Italian herb and cheese anyway? And then they look at you and they go, oh, oh, what I wouldn't give to swim around in that hair of yours. You would find the closest thing and stab them with it and run. (laughs) I'm not saying you should do that. I'm just saying that's how it would play out. Because that is... That's even a psychotic thing to think, I think. Let me know Let me know what you think about that one. Um, and then the final one here. Well, no, there was, there was another quick one. Like Sesame Street sort of did a collab video with um, Game of Thrones to teach people about respect. And I couldn't understand uh, why they did that or who that would be for. Because, and if you're unaware, uh, Sesame Sesame Street, the sweet children's television show, Sesame Street, and the fucky fuck incest murder gore fest Game of Thrones did a collaboration video on respect. Like, I don't know who that's for. I was, when I saw that, I saw that during the week and I was losing my mind. I texted every person, every person I know. Not real. I texted like six people though. <laughs> but still, I had to share this with other human beings. And I had just... I, who is it for? Okay. <laughs> Try not to go back to that headspace because I absolutely will lose my mind. Um. Yeah, I had, I had one more here, but it's really... It's not real. It's kind of just... It's spooky. Okay. I'm going to leave you with a spooky vibe. Um... A woman who suspected something odd inside her Pittsburgh home discovered her ex-boyfriend had been living in her attic for two weeks. Uh, Carrie Kokuzi, 31, was arrested in the unnamed woman's home and charged with burglary and unlawful restraint after she found him standing in the middle of her bedroom. So you're just at home and you're fucking doing your laundry and you round a corner and there's a man standing in the middle of your bedroom... After the, in- after the encounter, he allegedly grabbed her face before she pushed him away and ran outside screaming, prompting several neighbors to call 911. Police searched the house to find Kakuzi hiding under clothes and furniture. He told officers he was homeless and had been sneaking in and out of the house for about two weeks. The mother of two had been noticing unusual things inside her home in Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, such as finding a blanket on the floor, which... I mean, just imagine that. You come home and there's a blanket on the floor that like super fucking wasn't on the fucking floor when you left your house. And she also found the toilet seat up. She's a woman who lives with two other daughters. She was like, you know, there was no reason for my fucking toilet to be up. And your toilet seat's left up. Just like little things like that would be like, oh man. Imagine you come home and like just every 
photo in your house has been turned around. Anyway, um, (laughs) she told Channel 11, uh, I feel like this is going to affect me for the rest of my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would, I wouldn't. Every, from then on, my prereq was I'd have to move into an apartment building because I couldn't live anywhere with an attic or a basement because nowhere where someone could be hiding and living f- for a period of time. Terrifying. Um, uh, she, yeah, so she said, I feel like this is going to affect me for the rest of my life. I had an intuition about it, but I ignored it. I brushed it aside. I didn't want to seem paranoid, but I should have trusted my instincts because I was right. Oh, man. Nobody in my home uses the bathroom that way, and I didn't have any visitors, so I just thought, gosh, is there someone in my house? This is so strange. This is fucking absolutely terrifying. Um, I knew that bl- I knew that blanket had not been there before. I knew it, but what could I do? She said her two daughters were not at home on the night, adding, and it happened at night time. Oh, uh, he had been in my home while my children were here, while I was here sleeping. You never think that this will happen to you. It is not known if Kakuzi uh, has retained an attorney, uh, an attorney. That is some fucking terrifying shit. Like that dude had to, he had to be like planning to kill her or do something because like, man, Sorry to leave you on a downer, but like, isn't that so? It's like fat. It's interesting because it's so just fucking spooky. It's so spooky. Like someone living in your home. Imagine right now if there was another person living in your home and you had no idea that they were there and they were just, oh, and then you wake up in the morning and you unlock your phone and someone took a picture of you while you were sleeping with your phone. Oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, hey, sorry if you listened to this one uh, at nighttime alone at home by yourself. You thought, you know what? I'm feeling a bit spooked out tonight. I'm feeling a bit creeped out. It's just me at home. I'm going to gonna put on a slop fest and have a giggle. Nothing spooky happens there. I apologize if that was the case. Um, head over to slopfestpod.com to get more in-depth show notes and images and artwork bespoke handcrafted artwork for this and previous episodes uh slop a follow on the socials to be notified when new episodes go live and while you're there bloody shoot me a message at Slopfest podcast facebook twitter and instagram feel free to send me any of you you know if you see a weird story or you've got a weird story or some weird happenings fucking write, write them in a comment send them in a message or email them slopfestpodcast at gmail.com I eventually reply to all emails, DMs, comments, messages. So come bloody have a chat. Or you can add my personal um, socials, Twitter and Instagram, at mypixelpersona. Uh, you know, we'll have a chat on there. Again, I just, I, I really appreciate you sort of coming and, you know, giving your time and hanging out with me each week. And we're, we're on this journey together, this journey of weirdness. Uh, and, and I appreciate you sort of... Uh, being there, being here and and coming back and listening. I really do appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot to me and I hope that, you know, this show and, you know, me doing this gives you a giggle, you know, takes your mind off of your week. Uh, 
But yeah, what's this? Episode 24. Come back for episode 25. Uh, I'm hoping that episode 25 will be um, not like a Q&A episode, but not in the traditional sense of like, oh, people sent me questions and now I'm going to answer them. But uh, like an advice uh, episode, because I, I have, I've been sitting on a bunch of questions for a long time now. Let me see, five, six, I've got about six really like in-depth advice questions that I really want to tackle. So, uh, maybe I'll hit up um, David from DCM Works and uh, we'll, we'll bloody make an episode. Uh, has he, he, no, he hasn't been on the podcast before. We did record an episode, that's right, but... We lost, we lost it. Um, but anyway, sorry. <laughs> just while I'm just thinking out loud, I'm just waffling on. Um, again, thank you so much for coming and listening, uh, and you know supporting the show even just by listening and and you know sending me a message, and I really do appreciate it. Uh, come back for the next episode, and uh, I'll see you next time.